welcome to On Second Thought, the podcast that revisits films to see if they stood the test of time. My name is Cameron. I'm Ken. And I'm Andrew. And today we're talking about Ghost. The movie that started it all. <laughs> Which, I don't even know what you mean by that. Oh, I do know what you mean. You mean the uh, the pottery craze of 1991. <laughs> the inspiration for the pottery barn. <laughs> would you... Uh, would you uh, I think that'd be a good business concept, uh, pottery barn where you make pottery and then, uh, and sort of like Chippendales dancer esque type of uh, dude sort of ghost with you. <laughs> yeah. Ghost protocol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have Have you guys had you guys seen this before? No. No, so I'm the only one. Okay, because this was uh, I should start by saying this was my suggestion because this was. A movie I watched a lot, <laughs> and I, I was realizing that uh, I, I didn't have a lot of grown-up movies. You know, I had a lot of kids' movies, but this was one of the few grown-up movies for whatever reason we had a copy of. So you know what else you didn't have uh, when you were a child? A life. <laughs> That's right. That is that. That is why you watched Ghosts so many times. It was pretty risque for 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 a kid to. Watch. I don't know why I watched this so many times. <laughs> When you mean when you mean a kid, were you like uh, seven years old? I would have been like eleven, eleven or twelve. Definitely, this was on video. When yeah, you watched yeah, it for the first time. Yeah, and I think we got it from McDonald's. I think McDonald's had a thing where you could get like a movie for five bucks, and you could get Wayne's World, and uh, Field of Dreams, Ghost, and they right. also did the Adam's Family. I remember that. Yes, that's right. That's right. And then they did the Indiana Jones trilogy at some point too. I remember the box art was different on the McDonald's versions. It was Grimace uh, <laughs> at the pottery wheel and, uh, and the Hamburglar. Yeah, ghosting, ghosting Grimace. They're making a, like a, just a, a hamburger, like a, a pile of meat was just spinning around. <laughs> just molding it together. Yeah, it's just a pile of uh, ground beef. Okay, so it's... It's uh, the perfect romantic relationship between Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore, madly in love with each other. Living in Tom Hanks's apartment from the movie Big. <laughs> exactly, I noticed that. I oh noticed yeah, that. they have this crazy loft like nobody ever lives in. <laughs> yeah. Such a movie thing. It, um, it felt like a very movie house. Yeah, like it had like a jukebox. Like where I've never seen a jukebox like that in my life that just plays records on shuffle like who has that <laughs> yeah my parents have one they bought a hot tub and and they threw in a free jukebox oh only hot tub related songs <laughs> <laughs> maybe benny and the jets <laughs> maybe benny and the jets <laughs> yeah definitely yeah we're not gonna top that <laughs> yeah. okay sorry Recap. Go ahead. So yeah, yeah, they move into this loft and um, they uh, they go for a walk in New York, and Patrick Swayze gets mugged and it turns into a bit of a brawl and he gets shot and killed and becomes a ghost. Anyway, that's to me when the movie actually gets pretty good. Um, there's lots of plot twists and it gets kind of convoluted with um, backstabbing best friends and and uh, ghost mentors. <laughs> <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, that's basically Patrick Swayze becomes a ghost and uh, finds out he's been murdered by a friend and uh, kind of seeks out revenge. I have to ask, who is sexier? Patrick Swayze in Ghost or the actual ghost, Patrick Swayze? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real toss-up. I'm going to have to say the ghost of Patrick Swayze now. Because he's sitting right behind me as I <laughs> do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, as you're, he's actually uh, ghosting you right now by mo- putting <laughs> his ghost hand underneath your chin and the top of your mouth and sort of just moving it around. I think it's uh this has got to be the most. I mean, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, uh, or or sort of supernatural movies, but this is a pretty, this is a pretty great ghost story. Like if I came up with this, um, I would think that I'd had a million dollar idea. Because <laughs> it sort of is a million dollar idea, don't you think, Ghost? I think I made one million dollars <laughs> <laughs> on the dollar. One million dollars. Ken and I, we hadn't seen it before, and. This is the type of film that you're aware of it growing up, and everybody knows about the the famous pottery scene. But I just kind of thought, I kind of thought this was just your run of the mill drama where maybe Demi Moore falls in love with a ghost. There's some some sort of love story. I like I like the idea of her falling in love with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people think that, and. That's why I'm kind of glad we watched it because it's totally. It's, it's, I, I love this. It's a really good movie. Like it totally holds up, and uh, it's 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 really not like it's romantic, and it does have it, it. Kind of got pigeonholed into that category. I think it is the furthest thing from a romantic drama. While I was watching it, it was consistently blowing my mind <laughs> because it was like a mixture of the Mexican Day of the Dead with. The Warriors, you know, it's just in some bizarro world where everything is permissible. Oh, it's it's a crazy movie. It's funny that it would have such a mass appeal. Yeah, I think McDonald's had they had a hand in that. (laughs) They ghost, they ghosted that. They ghosted, they ghosted its success. I think. Then Whoopi Goldberg is a, you know, like a phony psychic who ends up being a real psychic and like. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to count down from three. Can we say what our favorite part of that movie is? Okay. Three, two, one. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg and Demi Moore. (laughs) Kissing. When the demons come. (laughs) (laughs) When the demons come. There's a lot of Patrick Swayze being surprised he can walk through things in this movie. (laughs) That's pretty much half of the movie. Yeah. Like, it happens, like, a dozen times, and it's... Every time it blows them away, and I guess it would be pretty miraculous. But you think after like five times, you get the you get the idea that you can walk through things. Yeah, if you could be if you could be a ghost after after getting over the shock of being dead, uh, what would you do first? Probably go to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would I would uh, I would go find Whoopi Goldberg and then uh, try to possess her. <laughs> she is my favorite part of Ghost. No, hands down. I could have watched a movie where it was just her being sassy to everybody. Uh, could you imagine a movie where it was just Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze arguing back and forth, maybe trying to solve a murder mystery? Oh, wait, they do that in the movie. Shit, never mind. Uh, what if they commit bank fraud? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, that happens. 
What if they convince an old love that he's still alive? Oh shit, that happens. Everything <laughs> happens. This is like seven or eight Whoopi Goldberg movies rolled into one. Yeah, and there's and there are even nuns in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing the the uh, quasi sequel, Sister Act Two, Ghost Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> either of you ever snuck into a movie yes totally many times all the time i wonder if i could still do it now because i would do it now i actually did i think i did it last year actually i think i did that i did like a oh i've thought about this a lot i would totally do that if i just think i'm getting too old to get caught doing something like that i'd just be too embarrassed it would just be too embarrassing to get caught i remember um when you're when you like pay for the movie next to the rated R movie, so you could kind of walk into the the rated R theater. Did you ever do that? Like you, I got caught a lot doing that. I also did the reverse. Uh, I uh, well, actually, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you, you would buy the R rated film and go to a child's movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would go to a movie uh, to save money. I would buy a ticket, but I would buy a uh, concession ticket, like a kids' ticket, and. Uh, that worked a couple times, and then I got busted, and then uh, they made me return my ticket and buy an actual adult ticket. <laughs> I remember, yeah, you could get away with that for a, a year of your life in that transition time. Who is the most famous ghost? Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> ghost dad. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was thinking if I ever became a ghost, I'd be totally fine. Like, I, I could communicate with my cat that I already have. I don't know if I'd really notice for a while. Because <laughs> you'd see no one. You literally yeah. see no one. You live on a yeah. secluded island. I live with on a secluded island. I live by myself with a cat. I, I think I'd be to I would go, like, months before I noticed. <laughs> but then you Wait. were dead. Andrew's become my new favorite ghost. <laughs> Come to think of it, I can't remember the last time I... I saw Andrew. Yeah. I don't too. think I've ever met Andrew. <laughs> yeah, and it's weird that he always tells us to do a seance before the podcast. <laughs> Remember that last time you made out with Whoopi Goldberg? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to talk about that scene, guys. Like, I that... couldn't get past... It was amazing. There's a scene yeah. where Whoopi Goldberg and... Demi Moore are finally they're finally like Demi Moore is finally on board with the whole story of hers and Whoopi Goldberg allows uh, Patrick Swayze to possess her so they could have one last intimate moment together and it is crazy <laughs> because uh, they they kiss in this rom super romantic scene but of course uh, it's it's just Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore kissing but then you're like oh this is like sappy then you go wait a second. That Whoopi Goldberg is supposed to be Patrick Swayze. There's a, a shot of it's very subtle, and it's just Whoopi Goldberg's hand on top of Demi Moore's hand, just kind of like it was like oh, what? Was, like, did you notice that it was like a quick shot? It was like Matt, well, first of like, all, Andrew, I never saw the movie seven times, so <laughs> I I don't know. Did, did you did, did you realize when if you paused the VHS at at uh, at this moment and then pressed forward twice you could see a a, a shot of Whoopi Goldberg and Demi Moore's holding hands? No, I didn't. 
I noticed uh, there's a scene in the movie when you pause it where you can briefly see Whoopi Goldberg wearing a Chippendales outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ever say that to me again. That is an awful image. I don't understand how uh, how ghosts were, uh, you know, signified by the rank, like the the sound of uh, change rattling. I don't understand That's that. True, guys. I think I think Patrick Swayze is is in the room with us. <laughs> uh, Ebenezer. <laughs> My favorite part was when when he went back to work after he had found out his friend had uh, orchestrated the murder of Patrick Swayze and he needs to communicate with him. And so (laughs) by this point he's learned how to alter matter as a ghost. And so he starts typing on the keyboard and it was like a moment right out of ghost (laughs) writer. I love ghost writer. He's my favorite ghost. Yeah. He was the best. And I don't know, like, I guess we've all seen ghost writer, right? Andrew, you've seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for the people listening, uh, Ghost Rudder was was a television show, kind of quasi-educational, and it was about, I don't even know what it was about. It was about a ghost who communicated with teenagers by writing. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, and they would solve, they would all solve mysteries together. And uh, one of the main characters got a record deal and sang a <laughs> song called You Gotta Believe. Oh, yeah. I love that song. It, it was like, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. You, you gotta, gotta believe. believe. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> so anyway, so Ghost Rider made a little uh, appearance, but uh, Ghost Rider was like the wimpy, the wimpiest ghost, I would say. The villain is the classic 80s villain. Like sleazy Wall Street banker. I also really like the, uh, you know, the, the Wall Street banker guy. He hires a partially hobo hobo-esque uh, <laughs> assassin why would you ever do that that's never explained uh, i know that's what i mean like he looks like he's in the warriors yeah he does yeah. he looks like he's coming from a completely different movie but uh <laughs> uh and then he, he gets scratched by uh the cat at some point and then and then develops a uh cat scar like a like a claw scar a three <laughs> Three claw scar on his face made him even look look even more dangerous. Yeah, except it only made him look like uh, uh, like a band member from the revolution. You know, like Prince's band. <laughs> he totally looked like he was in the revolution. Yeah, he yeah. looks like he's in the fucking revolution. He doesn't look dangerous. <laughs> he, I know he was supposed to, but yeah, uh, he was also wearing a raspberry beret most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a ghost, what would you haunt? How are you, Cameron? Probably a can of Pringles. <laughs> Damn it! That is so good! <laughs> no, but I I think that it would have been a great scene, or not even a great scene, a great little uh, side story, where Whoopi Goldberg is complaining, because she complains a lot in this movie, about how she's not making any money off of this. What's in it for me? And then, uh, and then they're like, "Oh well, we I know what's in it for you." And then uh, they go off on a road trip to Vegas, and uh, and just just take the casinos, you know. It's perfect because that leads marvelously into Sister Act. 
<laughs> where where Patrick Swayze leaves and she's just left in in uh, Las Vegas, like as, yeah. it's like and she has to pay back her debts. Yeah, because she spent her money foolishly. Uh, she gets sidetracked because the revolution is doing a five day engagement <laughs> without Prince, just the revolution. Yeah, it's the revolution. <laughs> It's just instrumentals <laughs> and backup vocals. We just wrote a fan fiction that leads from ghost to sister act. This kind of reminded me of the Frighteners a little bit. I remember. Yeah, I remember one. you want to talk about movie going experiences. I had to get a letter written from my mom, which I had to handwrite and have my mom to sign because uh, she didn't, wasn't <laughs> going to do that. Write a letter. So so I wrote a letter and I had to go to the theater with the letter say and the letter just basically said that I had permission to watch Frighteners by myself. What? Yeah. <laughs> and they rejected it. Whenever you, you buy cigarettes, you should bring a note from your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Well, cuz I, I I look pretty young, right? For I look pretty young for a 27-year-old guy and I they always ask me for ID and I should say I don't have ID, but I got a note from my mom. <laughs> what can you What can you get away with now as an adult by writing a note? Uh, leaving Leaving work early. Ken cannot finish his shift because he has to go try to get into the Frighteners <laughs> <laughs> with the note, which is on the back of this note. <laughs> Last night was a really weird night. So I was haunted by ghosts. <laughs> so, someone stole your chains. <laughs> I was like, I need these chains to haunt. Haunting chains. <laughs> yeah, I'm like haunting chains. That's the, that's the name of my band. Haunting chains. That's the name of my bl- my blue my blues singing name. Ken Haunting cho- Chains. Sorry. <laughs> I wish my last name was Chang. Be like Ken Hutton Chains <laughs> Chang. Well, we could we could be a duo, and I could change my last name to Chang. The Hutton be... Chains Changs. <laughs> yeah, Hutton Chains Changs. Hutton Chains Chang Gang. The Chang is so unnecessary there. The Hunt and Chains Gang is better, and then you said Hunt and Chains Chang Gang, which is which was uh, what uh, the revolution had to legally be called. <laughs> yeah, when 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 Prince just turned into a symbol, formerly known as Prince, the revolution was saying, "Hey, well, goddamn, if you're changing our, your name, we're changing our name too." To Hunt and Chains Chang Gang. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to On Second Thought. Make sure to check us out on our website on secondthoughtpodcast.com and in iTunes where you can review the show or give us a rating. Uh, It really helps us out in uh, spreading the word. So tell your friends if you enjoy the show. Han Chains Chang would not be a bass player. He would be a percussionist. He'd play the drums with chains. From. He just showed up one night. What is that thing? He's not an alien. What is he? We think he might be a ghost. Be serious. He wants to be friends with us.